Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Pure Hope. With your host, Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. Hope is the name the angels gave Reverend Gorman. Help open planetary eyes. And that's what we hope to do on Pure Hope. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Pure Hope Show. My name is Jill Grace. And I will be the host tonight as we interview our beloved Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. Reverend Gorman is the founder of the Pure Hope Show, and our show will be live. This show is fittingly entitled Transition and Metamorphosis. This is an interview we have all been waiting for. And we thank you, Hope, for being a guest on your own show. I am so excited to interview Hope tonight as she has been my own personal spiritual teacher for the past 14 years. She has had an incredible impact on my life. And I know many, many, many of our listeners and people around the globe feel the same way. I would say that her name, Hope, has been chosen with great, great purpose by the angels. Hope means help open planetary eyes which is really the foundation of her work. Her vocation is focused on spiritual teaching and mentoring to help people realize their own magnificence and personal power. She is passionate about the profound spiritual waking, which is really the hallmark of our time, that we are all one. Hope has a Bachelor of Science degree from MSU, and she is a licensed chemical dependency counselor. She was ordained by the National Interface Seminary, and she is a certified oneness blesser of Diksha from the Oneness University of India. She is the founder and the director of the Hope Interface Center, which is a non-spiritual wellness center located in Mankato, Minnesota. The mission of the Hope Interface Center is to inspire all in oneness to create a better world by empowering people to recognize and honor the divine in self and all. And I know I speak for many, many, many people that the Hope Interface Center has really, really changed my life in so many ways. It's had a profound effect on me and many, many, many people. So in in addition to the one-on-one spiritual counseling that she does, she also teaches a monthly spiritual teleclass, and she offers a year-long leadership program for people who are called to become ordained interfaith ministers. She leads a professional women's group, which is dedicated to bringing one's spiritual, authentic presence into the workplace. 
She's on the board of the diversity program for the Mayo Chaplaincy Program, and Hope is also a member of the Interface Symposium Group, which uh, promotes an awareness and understanding among religions of all faiths. She recently created WOW, which stands for Women of Wisdom, to inspire all women to stand up into their power. She is an incurable world traveler and has taken groups on pilgrimages to Egypt, Israel, Palestine, Turkey, Mexico, Belize, Peru, France, and Cuba. She also started the Peace Pass It On project, and in her travel, she has placed peace poles all over the world. I can personally say that Reverend Janice Hope Gorman is one of the most dedicated spiritual teachers and leaders that I know. She has assisted so many people around the world and continues to inspire us to all awaken to our true divine potential, which leads us to the topic of our show tonight. Our topic of the show is metamorphosis. So on April 15, 2017, Hope was lighting a tiki torch in her front yard when it exploded. The explosion was big enough to scorch the nearby grass and blacken the front of her home. She sustained third-degree burns after surviving this harrowing fire mishap. Interestingly, the word tiki is a significant in the Polynesian culture, which describes the word as a carved image of God, as of a god or ancestor. In Polynesian mythology, tiki means the first man on earth. This explosion served as a catalyst to light up her wisdom even further. And we welcome her back on the show tonight with us live. We encourage our listeners to ask Hope any questions you might have later on in the show. The call-in number is 213-559-2974. So without further delay, let's give a big, 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 huge warm welcome to Hope Now. Hello, Hope. Hello, my dear. Hello, everybody who's listening tonight and who will be listening on the um, archives that we have. Um, There's so many people that are listening that I know I want to say, hi, Jean. Hi, Lois. Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) You are right. This is really, really an exciting show, and I know we've all been waiting for this, and I'm super excited to get to these questions. So I just I just want to take a moment just to say thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing me to interview you tonight. It's really well, an honor. Yeah, well, it is an honor to be um, uh, interviewed by you. I know that this is different sitting on the other end of this <laughs> program. So thank you for allowing me to be on the show. So Yay. I am ready and raring to answer any questions that you might have. Well, awesome. You know, Hope, I really would love to give our listeners just a little glimpse into what brought you to where you are today as a spiritual leader and teacher at Hope Interface Center. So I was wondering, did you begin this process of awakening when you were a child, 
Or is there a specific incident that comes to mind that was a catalyst to your awakening? Well, first, as most people know who know me, that this all started down the basement of my home long ago. And and I do believe that I came into this incarnation just totally, totally, totally awake. I believe everybody who comes in as a little tiny baby into this little tiny body, that they are awakened already. But as you and I and many other people know that we... Um, go through this process of forgetting who we are, whether it's from our parents, whether it's from society, whether it's from our churches, and so on and so forth. So, because I have forgotten at one point, I began what I call the greatest labyrinth of my life. And those are the experiences that I began to create to wake up again and again and again. So one of my experiences that I believe I was co-creating with was at the age of nine years old. I was at St. Peter's and Paul's Church in Mankato, Minnesota. I was what you would call the um, the good kid, and I kissed the feet of Jesus every time that I went into this church to clean. And one day I kissed the feet of Jesus Christ, and smoke behind the wall and it started coming out bigger and bigger and bigger and it produced itself behind that cross and what I saw was a young woman I believe around the age of 16 or 17 I believe she was an angel although she didn't have wings she didn't have a halo she really didn't even have this enormous bright light that comes out of people when people talk about that she just had this kind of white gauzy dress on and of course I looked at her and I shook my head and I actually yelled for the priest at the time and she looked at me she kind of cocked her head in a little fanciful way laughed and then out the wall she went I mean it was whoop hmm. and from there on I felt like I could listen I could hear beyond the veil I could hear something beyond the veil and from there began the story of my journey of this what I would call if everybody knew my story quite an elaborate labyrinth it wasn't an easy labyrinth that I created for myself to awaken um, but but I'm getting there more and more and more and I and so I believe that I am awakened but apparently with this accident, I needed even just a little bit more of a push into that awakening. Wow. I know I know we talked about this a little bit, you know, the dark night of the soul. And um, I know a little bit about your story. From I know quite a bit about your story. But um, you, you did experience some dark night of the soul early earlier on in, in life before this fire accident. Is that correct? Well, yes. One of the things that you and I have in common is that we lost a child and we mm-hmm. lost a boy. Mine was through a car accident. Um, I'm sorry. Mine was through a accident with a tractor where literally the top of his skull was decapitated. And mm-hmm. certainly that was a bolt of lightning of the dark side of the night of the soul for me, and you lost your son to mm-hmm. an accident. And so I think that's one of the things that you and I 
created in our labyrinth again to wake up, to wake up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is one of the most difficult things that any parent could ever go through. And I know when something like that happens, it just brings you down to your knees and, and you kind of stay down there. <laughs> and, um, and, and so would you say that that incident kind of furthered your um, seeking along this path? Um, it certainly created enough confusion for me to Mm -hmm. begin a search and a journey and a questioning from my heart. It certainly caused me to have a great, great deal of sadness when anybody loses a child. Mm -hmm. I go into a deep, deep cavern. I do believe that I had mystical experiences from the other side with Matthew. I believe I've had mystical experiences when I lost my mother. I believe that I was had mystical experiences even when I was a little girl and I was brought up in an alcoholic family with my father and did not quite know what it all meant, what it was for, or even that it was called a mystical experience, quite frankly. But I knew I was talking, relating, enjoying this different world that I was in a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think we see a lot of indigo children. I think we see a lot of crystal children. I think we see a lot of rainbow children that when people call out to them and they think that they're talking to this invisible friend, they're really in this conceit through the veil. They're in another world and having experiences. Um, And I believe I was one of those indigo senior, junior people who came to Earth to Definitely, definitely, I can see that. So, you know, I know many, many people, including myself, have asked the question why. You know, you are so deeply dedicated to your planetary mission and the Hope Interface Center, and you're really, really walking. And, you know, you've always in my eyes, listen to the divine. The divine says jump and how high, you know. You've always just really listened. So the question I'm hearing the most from our community and from people is, you know, why did this have to happen at this evolutionary stage of your journey? You know, for me, it was like, no, not another dark night of the soul. So was this an accident or a setback or is there some divine purpose to it? Can you can you talk a little bit about the incident and how this is transforming you at this point? Mm-hmm. Well, first, any of our experiences that we create within the labyrinth is never, ever a setback. Um, it is just one of our abilities to create something that shakes us up enough to wake up to the next piece of who we are. Hmm. And so as we have done that, um, the burning of my hands happened to be one of those parts of the journey, one of those parts of the journey. And and it has been fantastic and horrible all at the same time because it certainly Hmm. has opened me up and allowed me to have the experience of what I call the tiki torch, the tiki god. And I felt like my ancestors in that boom came to me 
as well as these three healers that I've worked with, that said, you were coming to a point, Janice. Yes, you were coming to a point where you were so exhausted that you didn't stop and that you had to learn how to stop. Mm. And, and I did. And boom, it went. And then I ended up in the hospital for two weeks, and I am still processing the whole experience and learning a great deal from the experience as well. Yes, yes, I can definitely tell that 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 is something you know how how do you how do you process that but you know I do remember and those of us that know you you're so deeply dedicated and um, I can't remember what time you even came to the Hope Interface Center every morning but it was early 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 right mm-hmm. yep. and yep. Um, so so that yep. is and- kind of the message that you're getting is to stop and slow down even the best of us, uh, Jill, even the most sacred, even the most awakened, even the most highest regarded teachers in the world, I believe at this time are, is going through, it's funny because I literally had, it was called the scraping of the cells, and mm-hmm. I literally had the scraping of the cells, and I think that we're all going through a period of time where we're just supposed to go into a new vibration, I think it's really interesting because one of my teachers said, on April, on April 9th, I turned 63. That's a number of nine, numerology-wise. And then on April 15th was the explosion. And so she said, nine was the finishing up number. It purposefully happened. You created it after you turned 63. So you could um, finish off old patterns, old beliefs, old habits. Mm-hmm. And so she believes, as well as I believe now, that I'm just shifting into what I call a new identity. In fact, I always tell people that my hands burnt so much that my fingerprints on my hands have different fingerprints. Wow. And that is an absolute tangible way of knowing that I'm shifting into a new identity. And so I believe that this is a huge turning point for me. And it mm-hmm. chokes me up somewhat because mm-hmm. I, it, my, my ego mind wants to kind of know what that turning point is going to turn into. Um, so I must sit still and allow this transformation to take place. And um, another one of my teachers said, when you have an energetic explosion like that, when Literally, you have a tragic thing happen to you. She told me, she says, it's like being on a trampoline and your body and, and your spirit kind of boops out of your body. It jumps out of your body and it blows your circuitry. And so what you do is you have to come back into your body and the mending of all the circuitry and all the, the chakra linings and the heart line needs to have this time of great integration and great healing. So um, so what I'm trying to do is now integrate uh, who I am and integrate this energy, and I think I'm defining myself differently or the definition of service to me, to humanity, is going to look different. 
um, many of the teachers that I'm working with, and I'm working with teachers outside of the community for purpose and reason, mm-hmm. and they believe that there are some healing properties that are coming to my hand. Um, I equate it to um, the show, like, Frozen, and any little kids and grandchildren know about this, this Frozen, and Frozen... Appears that we lost hope. So she is going to be calling back in, I'm assuming. (laughs) And so, yeah, you know, I'm going to wait for her to call. We're not quite sure what happened. And she probably doesn't realize that she lost. Oh. <clears throat> so, yeah, you know, I can talk a little bit about challenges and uh, the dark night of the soul while she's uh, waiting, because we, we've had conversations about this. And when you have an accident or, um, you know, any, any tragic circumstance in your life, um, there is all, you know, what I have found is there's often a silver lining behind every accident and behind any incident um, that if we get the blessing and uh, we can, we can transform it. I like to um, think of it as you can become bitter or you can become better, and we and we do have a choice. And I think that hope has really, really um, accepted the these dark nights of the soul and has really come to a place where you know it is definitely going to continue to transform her. We are just working through some technical difficulties. And, you know, we could talk about the Women of Wisdom show that is coming. I'm on. Oh, yay! (laughs) I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I just dropped you. (laughs) You know, we could talk about, you did very good, my dear. (laughs) (laughs) Well, everybody knows there's always the technical problems mean the electricity and the energetic field is indeed um, working at this time. And when I talk about myself, course now this is the oneness when Mm -hmm. I talk about myself and I talk about that there was a huge turning point in my life and that there's an energetic transformation that means that everybody Mm -hmm. is going through this turning point in energetic transformation so it doesn't it seems quite apropos that it kind of cut out yeah um, during that time during that time. So, yeah. um, you know, that 
that leads me, I'm going to jump around here a little bit, but that leads me to a question, you know, when we were talking that, you know, a lot of people are really struggling struggling right now to stay balanced during this great planetary shift. And it seems that everywhere you look, the collective unconscious is being triggered. Um, we see it being played out in politics and in countries that there is war and unrest within relationships. You know, we see all of this. And so, Hope, how how do we stay balanced during these shifting times? Well, I I know I when I was praying about this coming on the show tonight, I wanted to make sure that I gave additional information of what others perhaps have not given out, because there's so much information that has been given out. But I do believe that that is the illusion that energy of duality is created to make us get caught up to thinking that there is this uh, deep darkness that's going on. And, and people will ask me, well, aren't you then in denial of it? I am fully aware of the multidimensional realities that we have, not only the dimensions of war and pain and suffering and doubt. Those are all dimensions. But the, as Patricia Kotorobel and so many other teachers would say, Mother, Father, God, and the cosmic energy had no intention that we would create such gross manifestations through fear and doubt and through lack, that we created this miscreation, this gross miscreation through the illusion and that's what gets us off balance. So it's not out there, it's in here. Donald Trump is not out there. Perhaps inside you are a Donald Trump. The wars are not out there. What kind of war are you having inside? So the question is, when you ask, how do you stay balanced, is certainly you draw your energy and attention and you do not put it out there, you gather it and you put it inside yourself. And you realize that you are the turning point not only for your personal life being in transformation. We are at a huge turning point for the world at large, for that transformation to take place. So it's very difficult for people to understand that about coming into balance, coming into balance, coming into balance. If you want the world to be in balance, then you must be in balance. If you want the world to be in harmony, then you must be in harmony. And how you fully participate in that is the first thing you do is you stop nonviolent communication towards self. How you participate in that is you stop nonviolent thoughts about yourself. How you participate in this global understanding of this reunion of the divine within us all and in the world is that you do not hinder nor repress nor hide this elegance of the divine matrix that we all are. As soon as we, as soon as you, as soon as all of us stop 
repressing the ancient energy of knowing and knowledge and brilliance and magnificence that's in us, as soon as we stop repressing and hiding and being afraid of our own gifts and talents, which, by the way, is our mission and it is our destiny, and it's time to bring that out there. So when we were disconnected, and I was talking about this energetic explosion, that most people, again, um, one of my teachers has said, when the soul goes, boom, out of your body, again, an accident, a um, being hurt as women, um, being demasculated uh, for men, that we go out of our body and we never come quite back in. And we have to be totally, completely, 100% in the body. And I know why people are afraid to come back in their bodies. Because you've been hurt. Because you've been made fun of. Because you are in sadness. Because you were told you were not great. But now is the time where our ancestors, for me, it was the tiki torch. Boom! My ancestors which I will give great credit to with my mother and my great-grandmother and so on. But I am talking about the ancestors of Lemuria. I am Mm -hmm. talking about the ancestors of our inheritance of our galactic beings and brothers and sisters. I'm talking about our ancestors that are coming back to us in some real, real, real tangible ways and bringing to us the most magnificent explosions of our life. And yes, it will hurt. Yes, it is, and it does bring you into the dark night of the soul. Thank God for my elaborate mm-hmm. labyrinth that gave me the dark night of the soul because I would not be the teacher that I am today mm-hmm. or the energetic totally being if I did not have those dark moments. So, I, and you know me, I tell everybody. Teachers, teachers, teachers are important. Energy work, energy, and energy work is important. Um, as much as that sounds repetitive, perhaps we aren't listening. <laughs> and what happens when I go to teachers, again, me, purposefully choosing a shaman out of our temple, purposefully using Deb Schubert, who is in Colorado with numerology, purposefully using Christine Day to help me understand this next energetic journey that I'm on. All three of these are my uh, confidants, my holy women, my holy man, the shaman is a man, and they are helping me understand this elaborate labyrinth that I created with the blowing up of my hands. And I know that I would not have been able to get through this without those three individuals because they are distant from me when it comes to not partaking in the Hope Interface Center, not being my students. And Mm -hmm. they have such knowledge. And I go to them and I cry. I go to them and I release. I go to them and I question. And all three of those women 
I mean, all three, two of those women and one of those men, all of them have helped me take a look at my ancestral role. One of them is to learn the sacred hula. I saw my hands being drenched in water, and all of a sudden I was doing this sacred hula movement with my hands. Excuse me. (coughs) And I knew... I was supposed to begin to go back to Kauai, learn sacred hula, and sure enough, this shaman knows a elder within the community of Kauai who grew up in Kauai, who is a Hawaiian master, and she has agreed to teach me the sacred hula. So awesome. how did that happen? So, you know, we are in, yeah, we are just in an awesome opportunity. Mm. And so I tell people to connect with community, to connect with teachers, to connect. That helps us stay balanced. That helps us stay on target. Mm-hmm. That helps us realize that we are not crazy. And more so than anything else, my sweetheart, it helps us proclaim the truth of who we are. Mm. And I want everyone to proclaim the truth of who they are, to not hinder this enormously valuable energy that's inside of us right now because we are being used by them. We are being used by our ancestors. We are being used by the Galactic Federation. We are being used, and we have to surrender into that. And the only way we can surrender into that is to see our, our, our beauty and our worth our worth, our worth. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for that. You know, I just had a vision as we were talking. You know, we have so many third-dimensional distractions in our world and and just going inside. And and I saw, like, a theater, and that the best show is inside of us. that That is what keeps us balanced, and that is, you know, just really, really going in. And I just also like to just, um, make a comment about the teachers and and teachers are really 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 needed at this time but it is you know the students or the people who are seeing teachers that have to do the work you know you have to really really go inside um, inside yourself so yeah it's just... an intense time and I feel like I'm in mm-hmm. boot camp <laughs> and I call up my teacher Christina Rose and say you know when people come in and say they're fine and I say, my God, I feel like I'm in major boot camp. <laughs> so right now the healers and the helpers, um, we are being brought into that boot camp, into mm-hmm. our next step, and to yep. surrender to our next step. And certainly for me, for me, for me, I need help with that art of surrendering. Uh-huh. And maybe that's just me. I don't know, but I, <laughs> yeah. I, I need that. I need that. Yeah. So how do how do you feel this incident will change the way you teach and lead in the in the future? You talked a little bit about service. You know, your whole concept of service has changed. But how do how do you think that'll change? Well, one of the things again, which is I'm I would. I have to admit, I'm going to tell everybody that I'm struggling a little bit with this surrendering. 
but every the shaman and Christ, uh, Christine Day and Deb Schubert and um, and other people that have worked on me, they have all said single-handedly, which I think is kind of funny, single-handedly, that my hands that were completely resurrected from a crust. I mean, when my girls and kids saw my hands, they said, Mom, your hands look like burnt hot dogs. And having to wear a covering on both of my hands, having to wear a covering on the graft up my arm for a whole year, again, I feel like Elsa, and that they all have said that there is going to be a tremendous amount of energy coming out of your hands. And so, once again, the energy explosion um, is now kind of like rewiring me to explore and go to this next level. Now, hands-on healing, I, which surprises me, I don't, I, I don't want to do it, never wanted to do it. <laughs> I mean, I just, <laughs> I'm just wasn't inter- I've never taken Reiki, never went to Qigong. I like Reiki. I've gotten a tremendous amount of Reiki done on me, and I've gotten a tremendous amount of Qigong on me, and I've gotten a tremendous amount of shaman energy work done on me. So when all of these people talk about a resurrection of electrical component coming through my hands, I believe that that is very, very much so. And so that song that they sang in uh, Frozen, um, couldn't keep it in, heaven knows I tried, don't let them, don't let them, don't let them see me, be the good girl. Always be the good girl. It talks about that. Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know. But I cannot hide. So I will stand now, let it go, let it go. I can't hold it back anymore. Here I stand, and here I'll stay. And that the fears that once controlled me can't get to me anymore. I know I left a life behind, but I'm too relieved to even be grieving. I I know that this is my next step. So I don't know how this is going to look. I don't know where this is going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to use it, but I do believe that the energetic jet engines are in the tips of my fingers and coming out of the palms of my hand. And so that's how I see my life of service changing and also a new definition of what service means. So whether it will be more galactic work, bringing down that energy, whether it is working on the ley lines, whether it's working with um, the people who have come into my life uh, lately, especially the the cultivation and the nurturing I've received from the shaman, to going to Kauai to learn the hula, and sacred hula has more to do with the hands than it has to do with the hips. So there's something brewing. Again, I don't know, and I don't need to know. So I'm going to sit in this moment, comfortable, not knowing, and just allowing the unfoldment to happen. Um, Jody knows, my assistant knows, that there's changes taking place. 
um, you know that we've been approached at the Hope Interface Center to have a star convention. Um, I've had Shirley on the show, which told me about, um, you know, I told her, I said, I kind of want to be on TED Talk someday. She goes, well, I believe that you're going to be, you're going to be known. And, and I don't want to be known. All I want to do is surrender to what my next part is. And I feel so supported during this process, um, so loved. I can feel the tangibility of my guides and holy ones. And when that, when I went bang, when the light went bang, and all I saw was this white, it, it, it shot me into a different reality where I saw all of us awaken. It shot me into reality when we were a communion of individuals and we indeed loved each other and honored each other and we had these unbelievable powers and abilities to create, whether it's how to grow crops, using light fragments coming from our hands, whether it was absorbing and having a communion with the animals and talking to the animals through our hands and through our eyes, through our ears and through our hearts, whether it was absorbing and seeing these blessed, beautiful colors, this interchange of colors that we were having with the reunion of of the water and the earth. So I know that we are going to be all blasted in different ways, in different ways. This was my way. This is how I had to do it. This is the elaborate piece of my labyrinth that I had to go through. But I'd say uh. to people, take this as a as your lesson too. So you don't have to explode your hands, you know. Mm-hmm. Because I was repressing who I am. I'm st- still was repressing my mission. And of course, I was lovingly co-creating this event to stop. Stop. You're too tired. You need to rest. You need to take care of yourself. You need to drink water. You can't give all your energy away. There's a reason why we don't want you to give your energy all away because it's needed for humanity. It's needed for the earth. It's needed for the animals. Stop. Just stop. So I believe that's what's happening to me. Wow. Wow. What a transformation. I can just hear it in your voice, too. And, you know, this kind of goes on with my other question, which, you know, I've always thought of you uh, as a pure channel of the divine consciousness, even when you're just talking, you know, me and Jody are sitting here going, wow, you know, we're just, you know, flowing tears because there's just so much um, that you vibrational frequency that you're just emitting just when you're speaking to us. And, and I was wondering, who do you channel when you um, connect to spirit? Well, you know, that has been a question all of my life that have, that I have was, have been pondering. Uh, Like, what is this? 
and what was it? And people will say, I channel Maitreya. They will say, I channel St. Michael the Archangel, and so on and so forth. And you know me from way, way back. I don't know. And then people would tell me, well, you better know because, you know, some evil spirit might be talking to you. <laughs> and so then I started to get worried. Well, gee, I don't know. Maybe I should make somebody up. You know? <laughs> and I really did think about that. Well, maybe people will believe me more if I say I'm channeling Mother Mary or channeling, you know, Lord Lanto or, uh, or El Morey. But but I decided that, again, to sit in the moment, being okay with the unknown. But the only thing I can tell you is that what I channel is an energy of passion that has blown myself away. It has blown my family away. It is this passion that I feel is so intimately and intricately involved with Gaia Mother Earth, my mama, who feeds me and nurtures me and gives me air to breathe. My Also, this passion that I have is for children of the world. I just have this passion for the children of the world. And so I believe that I'm connected to this oneness that's, that I've always talked about, that we are all one whether you want to call it conscious love or a higher self or your oversoul, I don't know if it's mine. I don't believe in the I. I believe that we are one with this cosmic energy, and we are here to use that cosmic energy here upon the planet. And when it comes to me, you know, you've seen me talk, and I can get very passionate and and that's because it feels like such a loving, powerful, potent energy to bring out to the planet at this time. So the answer is still, I have no name for it. I haven't even given a name to it. I'd like to say, you know, that it's a group of contortium or, but I haven't been given really a name, for, you know, for this energetic <laughs> field that I'm connected to. So I can kind of consider it like cryon, you know, cryon is this energy field that just goes around the earth and wraps around the earth. So I feel like it's a great big energy force that I'm connected to somehow because I'm a feeler. I feel. Cry, mm-hmm. I feel. And um, so that's my long answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. And And where does the higher self, you know, we are an amazing being just within our higher self, too. And so the higher self, you know, we've had conversations about channeling, you know, and we can channel our higher self as a part of the collective because we are in the oneness. So there's not a differentiation. That's how, you know, I feel when I channel. It's like it is all me and it is the angels and um, ascended masters or collective. or So... Thank you. you you. Yeah, I've had my moments, you know, when we travel and we go to Palestine or Israel and you feel the Jesus Christ energy there. Mm -hmm. Everybody, you know, feels the Jesus Christ energy. And I've been to Mary Magdalene's caves in France and you definitely feel the Mary Magdalene energy Mm -hmm. in France. So there are moments that I feel the strength of certain gods and goddesses. But normally when people come to me, there's just a boom, 
which happens to be somewhat like the explosion that happened in the Diggy Gorge. Yeah. So do you have any channel messages that you'd like to share with us tonight? Well, I will try my very best and see what comes out here. I will just go in prayer for just a little bit. I'm uh, watch the time. Mother, Father, God, and all the angels, saints, and holy ones, guides, teachers, and healers. As we restore the plan on earth, let us know and feel the essence of the divine power that reaches within each molecule and atom within our very bodies. Let us be fully present in our bodies so we can help restore the plan on earth. So we ask for this magnificent energy to be around us, above us, below us, as well as within us. And if at this time and or this moment that we are being asked to give a blessing, an information, a guidance program, an elegance of encodement, and the wisdom of the masters, we ask to be the conduits and hollow bones for those messages to come through. And we do, we do, we really do ask this humbly through the energy of the Holy Spirit, which is known by so many names, Allah, Buddha, Krishna, Jehovah, Yahweh, Yeshua, Muhammad, as well as the Mother Mary, Mary Magdalena, Mother Teresa of Calcutta, the ocean of compassion known around the world as Kuan Yin, strength, endurance, tenacity, persistence, bold, courageous energy that we receive from the goddess Pile or Kali or the energy of Athena. We also take a walk with the sacred wisdom of Sophia. These and yet, we absolutely know that there are so many, many, many more. I will thank you. Blessings. Blessings to you all. You are all so very close to the new and massive delivery, which is to allow major changes upon your planet. I will thank you. Today we speak of you, your United States of America, to allow your major government to be changed right before your very eyes. It has been deemed by the Council of Many that the First Nation scheduled for momentum and momentous events are and still are the changes in America. The cabal, which many of you know, will now taste the rigor of defeat. How does that happen? How does the cabal, how does the darkness taste the rigors of defeat? Don't pay any attention to them. It happens through the awakening of so many people in your United States. 
you will soon be singing songs like America, America. God sheds its grace on thee and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. This is more than a song. This is an encodement of energy. This is being spread from sea to sea. And as you have watched your planetary energetic fields of change happening, you are watching many things in your own Oval Office. You are watching many things in your own governments and your societies. You are watching even your ministers and your priests. You are watching people who are in large corporate businesses fall down. Ring around the rosy, pocket full of posies, ashes, ashes. They all fall down. They are falling down. Why? Because of this awakening, this magnificent awakening, and you know how to use energy. You know that where you put your energy at, that is what grows. And so for all of you light workers, you're all energy healers. And so, of course, when you place your energy into love, into hope, into new beginnings, you are indeed starting up a process that will soon spread across your globe. And it will bring freedom and prosperity for all. You are the ones who are now finding the means to change the realms of the illusion of darkness. We will say this once again. You are the ones who are now finding the means within themselves to change this realm of the illusion of darkness to a wondrous beginning of such great light that it's unimaginable. So we come in the dark of night when you sleep. We come to you when you are sitting still in silence. We come to you when you're taking walks within the woods. We come to you if you are swimming in the seas and the ocean. You can feel the energy of light within your body cavity. Every atom, every molecule is being filled with light. This is your God. This is the energy of the goddess. This is the magnificence of the one. So this grand event that is happening upon your planet that you are experiencing could not, would not be able to take place without all of you We definitely, your gods, your goddesses, your angels, your saints, whomever you want to thank, go ahead and thank them. But also remember my children. Stop. Sit still. Listen to this. 
It is we who thank you. It is we who bless you for holding the vision and for enabling us to use our energies through yours to become one. Please know that this gracious force of goodness, which cannot be defeated by the cabal, this is a direct result because of you allowing and surrendering and awakening. Own it. Just sit and own it and feel it. You are all transmuting the gross mutations of darkness. Just simply in this moment, by remembering your profound truth of who you are and who you are is the light of the one that shines so brightly through you. Remember, my children, soon, as you are now facing your 4th of July weekend, by the way, have fun. America, America, God sheds its grace on thee and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. Connect on a conscious level with awakened ones. Come into community with the awakened ones and know that you are the shining force of the great light that the visionaries long ago had envisioned. You, the the Mayans, indeed, who walked upon the planet and received information, or Nostradamus, or Edgar Cayce, they all told you there would be a time when the great ones would arrive. Don't look in the sky. Look in the mirror. It's you. It's you. It's you. It's you. Let God's light shed its light upon you from sea to shining sea. And so it is. And so it shall be. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. That was such an amazing message and teaching. I love that. Love it when they say, "Look, don't look in the yeah. sky. Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror." Um, they really are sending a big uh, applause, congratulations, blessings, because they know, they really, really know that this hasn't been easy. <laughs> <laughs> they know the labyrinths that we have been walking through. 
Um, so they love us. They just absolutely love us for being the ones, the shining ones who have come to um, bring that forth upon the planet. Right, and I like that analogy of looking in the mirror and because we are that powerful. You know, we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Absolutely, so are, absolutely. So are you ready to take some questions from our callers? I am. Okay. Well, we encourage listeners to call in with any questions at this time. The call-in number is 213-559-2974. Again, 213-559-2974. And... I see numbers, but I'm not quite sure yet. So I was just wondering, how can our listeners get a hold of you um, and check out the offerings at a Hope Interface Center? Well, if the people who are out of state and they happen to be going traveling to the Dakotas or traveling to Wisconsin and they come through the lovely state of Minnesota, and they are close to Mankato, Minnesota, I tell everyone you are more than welcome to come and visit us at the temple. It is open, open, open for people to come and just meet me and come and view the temple and get an idea of what we do there and the flavor of the energy that we have there and our sit in our gazebo. Uh, Certainly you can reach us by calling 507 386-1242 and Miss Jody Schultz will be more than pleased which is my personal assistant to answer any and all questions and also we have this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful um, website and they can just go to that www.hopeinterfacecenter.com so they are more than welcome to um, visit us there at any point and we will give them as much information as we possibly can um, to help them along on their journey or just have a cup of tea uh, and sit down. And uh, my casa, our casa is your casa. So we're very um, uh, comfortable with sharing our space with people in very, you know, like wow ways and in very what we call normal ways, which is sitting down and having a cup of tea together. Okay. Well, we have Selena on the line. And Selena's from New York, right? Yay. Uh, Okay. So I'm going to try to put her on here. Selena? Yes. Hello. Good evening. Yay. Do you have a question for Hope? Well, I don't. I have a lot of gratitude, and I wanted to call out Mother Hope and just tell you, how absolutely, positively, amazingly wonderful it is to hear your voice, to be energetically in your presence, and just to thank you so very, very much. When I heard about your event, I was immediately thrown, and thrown into the knowledge that you would use this for the magnificence of the increase of your consciousness 
and I was not saddened, and I was not in any concern. I held you in my heart, knowing that this would be yet another great awakening for you, my dear, and I am just so grateful to hear your voice. Oh, thank you so much, Selena, Selena, Selena Matreya. Thank you so much. And this has, you know, has been a journey unto itself, but I I knew right away, even with the BAM, um, reality changed right there, right then. And uh, I, too, I didn't go, like, why did this happen to me? I didn't blame anybody or anything or God or I just thought, Oh my goodness, what a learning lesson this will be. Yeah. As we all create them. So um so yes, yeah, I'm still in the process of, of integrating it all. So it's been quite fascinating myself, my love, so um, as well so as well it should be, right? Yes. As mm-hmm. well it should yeah. be. And I, I just wanted to also share with you the vision I was given of the holy men of India who are covered in ash. And I was wow. shown that, that this was you and that you were that. And um, wow. I've, held, I've held that for quite some time. Um, but that was what was given to me within a flash of hearing the news and, and having the, the understanding in my heart of how much I loved you and how much I valued you in a way that I almost didn't even know was possible when I heard that word. And then the understanding that this was an event that was yet another awakening for you, and and then seconds later, the vision of you as and I don't remember hope the 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 phrase for the holy men that are covered in ash, but I was given this vision of you covered in ash as a holy person, and I just wanted to share that with you. Oh, thank you. That's um that's a lovely vision to hold on to, and. Um, and I certainly, I told everybody when I was going into surgery for my graft, I felt like I had these tremendous amount of posty notes all over me, people sending me love and sending me energy and sending me whatever I needed for healing. And, and I just felt this enormous energy from my community and from all of my students and um from my community at large of uh, Mankato and and all of my lovely, lovely friends across uh, the United States. And um, so I thank you for calling in. Yay. Well, you're very welcome, my dear. I'll speak with you soon. And thank you so much for the show. It was wonderful. Thank you. You are welcome. Thank, thank you, you. Selena. Thank you for calling. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay. We do have... Kalina from Hawaii. Oh my goodness! Kalina, are you there? Yeah. Aloha, Manu. Hello, my love. Aloha, aloha. Just calling to wish you you blessings of aloha. And did you know that Molokai was the birthplace of the hula? No, I did not know. I did not know because I'm having all these visions of of these sacred hand movements and I was asking my shaman, you know, what is that what is those sacred hand movements? And she they said, Well they're showing me the sacred hula and they said, You must go to Hawaii to learn the sacred hula now. It's a gift that's being come to you and I, and of course they said, I'm sixty three years old And they said, That doesn't matter, my dear. So 
No, I did not know. I did not know. Yes. So what, which what island are you on? Molokai, the birthplace Molokai, of Molokai, okay. Mm-hmm. Molokai. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Well, I'll have to come and look you up when I go to Hawaii to, Hawaii. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I come well, I to learn to the sacred I just want to aloha, and um, I love you, and thank you for all you do. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for calling. I love you so very much. I love you so very much. Okay. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye, sweetheart. Aloha. Thank you, Kalina. Mm-hmm. Aloha. Wow, we went from New York to Hawaii. <laughs> I was just thinking maybe we need to, you need to do a pilgrimage to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> well, people had asked me um, if I was going to go to Hawaii, and that's certainly coming up. I mean, I've already taken a pilgrimage to Hawaii um, with uh, some people, but that's certainly coming up more and more and more and more in my um, thoughts about going back and again given kind of the assignment sacred assignment to learn the sacred hula but i but i was told to go to hawaii to learn it so oh my gosh that would be awesome bunch of people yeah 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 and you can visit kalina too Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely so that's great that's great so we have some people on the line, but I'm not quite sure. Nope. So, well, thank you, thank you, thank you, Hope, tonight um, for sharing your story with us and really, really inspiring all of us to have a higher spiritual perspective when um, faced with challenges. And you really, really what? are a miracle. A miracle. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for doing this. I don't know if they, our guests know, but how this, how tonight was supposed <laughs> to go is I was supposed to interview Jill Gray. <laughs> and so when Jill said, no, I really think that I should be interviewing you. So, um, so I said, okay. Um, and that's how this whole turnaround uh, got to happen, and so I I love you, Jill Grace. You're stepping Aww. up, and you're doing a great job, great job. And I want to put a, a shout out for Joe Gangstead, who did the last two mm-hmm. um, two times we had um, blog talk because I just didn't have the energy to do it, and so she also did a great job. And as always, Tom, who is the director, I love you. Could not do it without you and Jody. Um, you're amazing. You're amazing. So um, yeah, I thank is. you for letting me on the show. So yeah, um, and I know I speak for many when I say how deeply, deeply, deeply grateful we are um, to you and the Hope Interface Center and really all that you have done for the evolution of this planet. And um, I know we will keep sending you healing energy and light as you continuously heal miraculously. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and you know, you're truly a living example of the phoenix rising. And it's it's just going to be really exciting to see what the future holds for you as you continue to unfold in this process. So yeah. thank you again yeah. for inspiring us tonight. 
You are so welcome. You are so welcome. And I'll be back in the office tomorrow. So I'll see everybody tomorrow. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Thank you, thank you. Okay, take care. Namaste, everybody. Good night. Okay, and we, yep, good night. And we are super excited to announce that Hope will be back as the host as the host of the Pure Hope Show in July. Her guest will be Echo Bodine, and Echo is an internationally acclaimed ghostbuster, psychic, clairvoyant, author, and spiritual healer. She's one of my favorites, and she has appeared on national television and radio shows. So please tune in next month. For this exciting show. Again, we have archives, 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 lots of great shows. I was talking to Jody. I love to to put on um, the Pure Hope show when I'm doing things like uh, cleaning my house. It makes it much more inspiring and I can catch up, catch up. So we invite you as always to spread the word and share these exciting programs on social media to your family and friends. Pure Hope Show continues to offer amazing spiritual teachers and speakers from around the globe to inspire and awaken us during this planetary shift. We also want to say that it is a great, great, great time to be alive. Until next month, we ask you to light up the month of 4th of July by celebrating your own personal freedom and divine free will to dance and play and create the life of your dreams. Until we meet again, namaste, namaste, namaste. Thank you for tuning in to Pure Hope by Rev. Janice Hope Gorman. And until next time, remember that true greatness consists in being great in the little things. Be kind. Be gentle. Be loving. Be true. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires goal for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.